Hello and welcome to the Locked on Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. Welcome, Locked on podcast listeners. We're back for our final episode of the week for Missouri. Uh, Daniel, we're getting a little excited. As the week draws to a close and Saturday is upon us, I'm getting more and more excited for University of Georgia. Go down. Uh, or, I'm sorry, welcome, uh, University of Missouri to Athens. Are you not excited? It's Friday, Clint. Friday is always an exciting day. Football season. Um, uh, it's week 11 of the college football season. Can you believe that? Gosh, it's just gone by. Like every year we talk every about this, year, but it man. just it, every year it just blasts past, and I'm so sad. Every but year, yeah, this here. is this is Georgia's ninth game. As we said earlier, we hope that including the game on Saturday, yeah. that we've got seven more contests left to play. That is best case scenario. Um, uh, and so hopefully there's a lot of football left to see, but um, uh, but it all starts with the Missouri game this weekend. It does, Daniel. It does. Uh, a couple things. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Glad you're here. Glad you found us to talk all things Bulldogs. Uh, Daniel and I are by no stretch of the imagination, even the most imaginative of you out there. We are not insiders, professionals, gurus of recruiting or anything otherwise. Uh, we're just fans, Daniel. We are, and so if you're, you know, we just we don't say this rudely or or unkindly at all. But sometimes if you're, we we make if, sure to tell you that we're trying to be rude. If you're looking for that, this this podcast just may not be for you. Like if you're looking for yeah. recruiting insiders, there are, are there are those out there. You can go and read their sites or listen to their material or whatever. Um, that's great. That's that's yeah. fine. Um, this podcast just may not be for you if, if that's what you're looking for. Also, um, if you can't take a joke, this podcast may not be for you. Going to be a long uh, 30 minutes. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough if you get your feelings hurt easily. Uh, yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes <laughs> there's public service announcements and they just... Trevor. Yeah, Trevor, we're looking at you right now. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Welcome back, Trevor. Um... But yeah, if you are new to the show, we're we really are glad you're here. Um, we'd love to interact with you. If you have, um, uh, if you have an issue with the show, or you have something you love about the show, or you have a suggestion for the show, you can mm-hmm. let us know. You can go to lockdownbulldogs at gmail or you can hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast. We would love to hear from you. Um, uh, let us know your feelings about the Missouri game. Let us know your feelings about our feelings. We would love and value your feedback that way um uh you can tell your friends about the show you can subscribe to the show you can if you love the show you can leave us a rating or a review if you don't care for the show you can send us an email and tell us what you don't like about the show sure that leaving a rating wouldn't be helpful at that point no, if you don't love it the show. you be. could sending the email would be helpful if you do Very. love the show you should leave the rating uh write a review yeah. tell your friends uh, help us get the word out because we're here every Monday through Friday. But today is Friday, Clint, and I have a feeling we're not going to jump straight into the Missouri game. Is that correct? Or do oh, we no. have something else to talk about first? No, no. We hinted at this. Uh, we teased it a little earlier. We're going to go back and recap the 
the the men of the hard court, Daniel. We were we were on the hardwood and uh, throwing we around were? some basketball. Some hoops were being had. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that in segment one. Talk about some feels and some observations we had. Something good, something bad. Uh, second segment, we're going to get into fact or fiction for the gridiron for the boys in red and silver uh, playing against Mizzou. We will ask each other a fact or fiction. Uh, and then segment three, we'll do the same thing. We have more fact or fiction. Uh, hint or teaser, Tim Brando, welcome to the pod. Timmy B. Tim Brando, welcome to the pod. We'll get to you, don't worry. Well, love having segment. you on here. <laughs> love having you on. Uh, but to start, Daniel, uh, the basketball team was in action, and we came out with a victory. We are 1-0 and to start the year. We uh, did 91-72 to over Western Carolina, who I've always said is the tougher half of Carolina, yes. if you were going to well, divide it right in half. If Western you had to. Carolina would be the tougher, but Western, yeah, Western, yeah. I just, I just can't with North Carolina, South Carolina, now West Carolina. Like, I, how many, how many times are we going to divide this state up? I'm not sure, but um, the what are they called? I don't know what the, who they are. The I don't, I don't know their the mascot. green hats. I can't even remember it off the top of my head. Western Carolina came to town. Um, it was. It was a close game, Clint. It, this was it a, was a it was bothersome for the first half, Daniel. I did not like watching the first no, it half. It was bothersome for the first three quarters of the game, Clint. That's I mean, true. it was a it was a tight game in, in well into the second half. We both came away. Um, I would say significant feeling, significant feelings, Clint. Yes, true or false? Oh, lots of um, them. Uh, we both have positives and negatives that we took away from the game. Let's start with the positives. Because um, everybody knows we're a positive show. Clint, talk, <laughs> sure. talk to me. About, I'm going to let you go first. I'm going to let you uh, lead us off. What, what were your positive takeaways? What stood out to you on a positive front from the uh, I'm, first game? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you in a moment here because I'm going to let you. Uh, but I don't know what a severe wheeler is, but you're going to tell me what it is because mm-hmm. it was outstanding. And... Uh, I'm okay with him stealing some light away from Ant-Man because the dude is just on. Uh, but the first half was very frustrating for me watching Ant-Man. It, it didn't seem like he had everything in rhythm. And then, Daniel, then then we saw come to light the Anthony Edwards we were all anticipating. Mm-hmm. Uh, the driving the lane, the athletic movement around defenders, the Euro step in the, uh, to get up into the, to the lane driving the hoop, the the absolute stone-cold murder three that he just said, come at me, I will I will shove this makeshift shiv down your throat. Uh, it was killer. It was just cold-blooded, his threes that he hit down uh, down the, um, the extent of the fourth quarter there. But, Daniel, I, I loved watching him second half. First half, I think he only hit three of nine or three of ten or something like that. He was, he was off a little bit. But second half... My goodness, as advertised, so thrilled. As advertised. Did not lead this team in minutes. Clint, no. In this game. Did not even finish second on the team in minutes played. But he did lead the team in scoring. Yes. By a heck of a lot. Uh, he scored 24 points. He had nine rebounds. He shot 57% from three. Whew. Um, That's high. Is that good? That's what that is. That's high. It's one game sample. Can't get too carried away. He had four steals, three assists. Uh, he filled it up. 
Mm-hmm. He was as advertised, but but like you said, Clint, it was the fact that he put the team on his back. It was a close, it was a tight game, and he just said, no more. We're done. I'm done playing. Let me answer your question, though. You asked what a severe wheeler was, and I'll uh-huh. tell you exactly what a severe wheeler is. Um, a severe wheeler is a colloquial term used to designate my favorite player on this team. Yes. That is of all the okay. players. Yeah. That's the guy... You give me ten severe wheelers, and I'll and I will I'll be just fine. I don't care. Don't talk to me about rebounding. He he can find his way in there and get some rebounds. He'll be fine. Sure. Um, this guy's severe wheeler. I've said it before. Uh, I think Georgia has a chance to be better as a team next year than we are this year, even without Anthony Edwards, because of all these guys developing. Severe Wheeler is a perfect example of that. This guy's not going to the NBA after this no. year. He's just going to keep getting better and better. And, man, this little guy. And, again, Georgia fans. 5'8 is why we call him. Again, Georgia fans. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep saying it. Because every announcer on the broadcast you hear, every person on Twitter, every other person who's seen a Georgia basketball game once in their life is going to start talking to you when they see Severe Wheeler. They're going to start talking to you about J.J. Frazier. Yeah. This dude is nothing like J.J. Frazier. Uh, and I mean that in a good way. J.J. Fraser was a shooter and a scorer, and and that's what he was. Severe Wheeler is a point guard, a floor general, uh-huh. a get to the rim, and set his teammates up for success, and play extremely excellent defense. That's oh, what he's going to pickpocket a bunch of fools in a game, Daniel. He created a turnover on his very first possession of the game. In this game, he wreaks havoc on the defensive end of the floor. And all due respect to J.J. Frazier, who I love as a player, one of my all-time favorite players in the Georgia uniform. But that was not J.J.'s game. J.J. was not no. JJ was not interested in that end of the floor. Severe Wheeler uh, has a chance to be truly special in Athens. I uh, loved him. Uh, Clint, what was concerning to you quickly from this team? In this first Here's game. what was a little concerning for me, and it, it's actually really unfair. And it's concerning having to do with Ant-Man. Did you watch the Kentucky-Michigan State game by any chance? Oh, you know it. Okay. College basketball okay. season is very spe- important to me. I watched yeah. a lot of college basketball on yeah. Tuesday night. Uh, Terry's Maxi for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Did he have himself a game showing out okay. in New York? He played okay. He played just out of this world good basketball he put the team on his shoulders himself Kentucky he was he was ad, as advertised from tip off to final whistle mm-hmm. so what's concerning to me a little bit is is Ant-Man I, that's what that was the type of performance i was hoping Ant-Man would have and although he did down the stretch and although he showed us who he was i just wanted to see it for a longer period of time is that is that selfish of me daniel am i am i nitpicky mm-hmm. now I think it's. I think that's pretty nitpicky, to be honest okay. with you. I think, okay. I think you give the kid a little slack first college game, uh, maybe coming out a little bit. I mean, he hit his second he shot of the amped. game. It's not like he. It's not like he started the game over ten or something. Right. I don't know. Um, I'll just say, I'll just say this once, and I'll say it quickly. This is going to be a fun season for Georgia basketball. We might be the worst shooting team in the NCAA, though. Like, we, I know we hit some shots in the second half, but this team 
if this team doesn't get a lot better, and you hear Tom uh, Green say it over and over again, if this team doesn't get a lot better shooting, uh, we're not going to win very many basketball games, Clint. Like, this no. is not a... Uh, I know there's there's going to need to be growth. There's going to be growth to be had, but it appears at this moment that none of the freshmen, other than Anthony Edwards, can shoot. And I'm not I'm not trying to be mean or disrespectful. Severe Wheeler, Christian Brown, Tumani Kamara, obviously the big guys. Um, Donnell Gresham is not a freshman, but he's a new guy. He shot the ball okay, but he is like a spot-up shooter. He mm. is not a... If he has to dribble the ball, like that ball's not going in. He needs to catch and shoot. Um, Tyree Crump is just the same old Tyree Crump he's always been. He's We, we he's, know who he is. Rayshon Hammonds is... He shot the ball really poorly in this game. He's a better shooter than that. Um, and then Jordan Harris is apparently suspended academically yeah. ineligible I nobody knows what's happening nobody knows with jordan harris but um we we're gonna need we're gonna need to get a lot better yeah. shooting the basketball no it's absolutely right uh all right we're coming back with factor fiction we're gonna go back to the gridiron and hit up football all right daniel uh let's talk some between the hedges Talk Let's about Fromm and Swift and get it done. The, the boys in red and silver, as you said earlier, yeah. as no one has ever said about Georgia football yeah. in the history of it's not. I, I was waiting. I was waiting for you to come back on that. I said it, and I instantly knew. I was like, "Oh, Dan's going to hit me on that." It's not inaccurate. I mean, I have to give you credit. Like, it's not inaccurate. <laughs> right. It's just not anything that anyone has ever said before. Right. Right, um, right. All right, let's play some factor fiction, Clint. You know, you know. Sometimes you have friends that just let you slide, and then you have friends that, like Daniel and I, where that just hey. doesn't fly around here. Um, no. Factor fiction, Daniel. Uh, it was reported by one Barry Odom that Kelly Bryant is injured and isn't a hundred percent for this game. Kelly Bryant, the starting quarterback for the Mizzou Tigers. Daniel, factor fiction. He is injured and is not a hundred percent. You know, I. If you had asked me, factor fiction, Kelly Bryant, there was ever a chance that Kelly Bryant would not play in this game, I would have said fiction, because there was never a chance. Kelly Bryant had just as much of a chance to play in this game as Tua had to play in the Alabama LSU game. One hundred thousand percent chance. Uh, zero doubt about it. Kelly Bryant was always going to play. But if you're asking me, is he injured and not 100%, I... Correct. I don't know what Barry Odom has to gain by lying about it. It's not like making an excuse, like setting up an excuse for why his team's going to lose a game on the road where they're 20-point underdogs. Like, everyone thinks they're going to lose anyway. Like, he, I assume he's telling the truth. What, what does he have to gain by lying? So... I'm going to say fact, I guess. Kelly Bryant probably is injured. Is that going to drastically impact the outcome of this game? I, I don't think so. But See, I could I could picture this. Uh, this scenario to me is very likely. I don't know how likely, but let's say 35 45%. Kelly Bryant gets on the run on a bootleg, pulls it down, runs upfield, tries to stretch for first down, getting around the corner, and pulls up lame, grabbing his hammy as he runs out of bounds. And he goes out in the 
third quarter, second quarter, something like that. Likelihood of that happening is pretty high for me, but he's starting this game. He's injured, but he's starting this game. There's not a doubt about that. I mean, I hope uh, he's not. Obviously, we hope he's not injured. We never want someone to be no. injured in general, but also we want. I want Georgia to play against healthy Kelly Bryant in this game. I'm, I don't. There's no reason we should be afraid of him. So no, like I, no. I certainly hope he is able to play the whole game. Yeah. Uh, next factor fiction, Daniel. Uh, we will give up a rushing touchdown this week. Factor fiction, and a little bit of background to this. Um, much to do, or much has been said about our defense. Not only are we the only bowl eligible schools to not give up a touchdown, Daniel. This I found yes. astounding. FCS schools. Mm-hmm. We are we are the only college program that has yet to give up a rushing touchdown in the entire nation, including the FCS juggernaut Central Connecticut State. Hello. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Central Connecticut State. You've given up two. You, you made it. <laughs> you did it. They gave up. They've given up two on the year. Iowa's given up two rushing touchdowns in the year. Georgia with. Zero, Daniel. Did you do? Did you check? Did you check them NAIA standings? I, is that you know what? You? As you answer, if this is fact or fiction. That's where I'm going right now. Let's go get to that NAIA <laughs> rushing touchdowns allowed. Um, th- this is a tough one because I'm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fact. I think we're going to give up a rushing touchdown this week. And if I had to guess, it's going to be to Kelly Bryant. But it could really be, it could really be to anybody. The thing about it is, like, I'm not saying this as a way of diminishing the accomplishment because it certainly is an accomplishment. But there's also a fair amount of luck involved in yes. not giving up a rushing touchdown all year. Um, so, at some point, that streak is going to come to an end. It's just one of those. It's one of those things. You're not meant to never give up a rushing touchdown all season. Um, it would be another thing if we hadn't given up a touchdown all season. That I would say would be more of like a uh, a nod to our how elite our defense is. It's total number mm-hmm. of touchdowns given up. Rushing touchdowns given up is it says something about your defense, but it also says something about just the situations that you've been in. And I just think, you know, odds are at some point in the next couple of games that stats come to an end. We're playing against a running quarterback this week, and so yep. the odds are even greater that we give up a rushing touchdown. So I'm going to say yes. I am right there with you. I think statistically this is such an anomaly. I believe we give up one on a busted play or down in the third or fourth quarter. Uh, these types of games against a mobile quarterback is exactly why. Um, and the flow of the game. I I think – I don't expect this to be a necessarily close game. So one's going to squeak out. Uh, so hold on to it for as long as you can, but I think we give it up uh, this week. Uh, Daniel – we're heading into our third segment where we have two more facts and fictions or fact or fictions uh, for you. But first, uh, 
With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com slash locked to get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. All right. We have ourselves the final pod of the week, final segment before we play Missouri. Uh, Daniel, I ask you, and by the way, I've given him a new nickname because he deserves this new nickname. Uh, I will not... I will not call him Lawrence Cager anymore. Okay. okay. The man is just Cager or the Cager. Y- mm. You choose. Okay. I see. He has he has legendary status to me. So Can the I Cager. Call him Lawrence Lawrence of Cager. Yes. Yeah. That's what <laughs> Yes, you may. That as if he's like a knight of some as, kind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sir Lawrence of Cager. Oh. For the win. That's exactly what it is. Sir, All right. Sir Lawrence of Cager for the first down. Uh, give him six. Uh, Sir Lawrence of Cager will be on a pitch count this week against Missouri. Last week, a couple injuries. He was on sort of a pitch count, I suppose it was said, but I, I don't exactly know what that meant. I couldn't decipher exactly, but uh, he will be on a pitch count this week to keep him fresh and ready to go for Auburn coming up. Fact or fiction? If mm, That is... Fiction, based on the nature of the wor- of what you mean when you say pitch count, there will not be a set number of plays or a um, set amount of time that Lawrence Cager is allowed to play in the game. That is fiction. That being said, if a starter comes off the field in this game on offense. Lawrence Cager will be the first of them to come off the field. So if this game gets to five minutes to go or, you know, and we're up by 20 or eight minutes to go and we're up by 24 or something, if starters begin to sit out Mm -hmm. on the offensive line or uh, if Stetson Bennett gets in this game or whatever, uh, which I'm not necessarily anticipating, again, my official prediction of the game is 13 to 17 point win which would never be the case where you would pull starters at that point no but Lawrence Cager will be the first starter to not play I would hope because well documented if Sir Lawrence of Cager does not play bad things follow we might have we might have trouble making the SEC championship game from correct so we definitely need Sir Lawrence to be on his A game. So I hope that he gets some rest in this game, but he will not be on a pitch count club. I don't think. What do you say? Gosh, this doesn't. I, I think he would hate being on a pitch count. Just listening to him, listen to that young man talk, he wants to be in the game at any given point, blocking, well, receiving. Yeah, of course he does. Who doesn't? Uh, you know, who doesn't? It's just I'll such tell you a who blast. doesn't. Isaiah Crowell. Do you remember Isaiah Crowell oh when he was gosh. Georgia's running back before he pulled that gun on somebody or whatever? Sadly, uh, I do. Isaiah Crowell. Nobody tapped their helmet and asked to come out of the game more than Isaiah Crowell. <laughs> that, guy, that guy would. He. I mean, it'd be the first series of the game, and he'd get a carry for six yards, and he would be tapping his helmet, running over to the sideline like has needed there, a breather. Like, has there ever been a more anti-UGA running back? Than Isaiah Crowell, like, like think of Marino, uh, no Sean Marino. Think mm-hmm. of uh, Michelle. Think of think of all of them. Could you ever? Could you ever imagine no Sean looking over and tapping his helmet? 
Could you, no, uh, I I can't picture it in my mind. No, it's just not I mean a you thing. go all the way down to like just Tim Worley, Danny Ware. I mean you go like you go down the list. Moose Smith, like none of these guys. No, George, I'm not even talking about the elite ones. Like just you just no. go down the list of Thomas Brown ain't tapping that helmet. Like he's not asking to come out of that game. And I think Crowell was something like a four star or something like that. Four. Oh, he's a five star. Was he? He was five star. He was a five. He was an elite recruit, man. When we got him, he put that bulldog up on the table. You remember? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. He put that bulldog up on the table, and man, I thought Mark Rick was building a dynasty. Let's not. R.I.P. We we don't need. Speaking of Mark Rick. Speaking of Mark Rick, Sir Lawrence of Cager (laughs) is here now after playing. Three years for Mark Rick. And said, uh, hmm. And now he's like, well, I'll, just, I'll go check out that. Uh, let me see what Georgia has to offer. Mark Mark kept on telling me the good old days were back in Georgia. He kept on he kept on referencing how life was better before coming down here. So let's go see what's over there. And um, we still know Mark Rick's a damn good dog. We know He's he, a damn good we dog. We know he's no. still getting it done. Don't at us, Trevor. We love Trevor, Mark Rick. Don't, don't. Keep your pants on, Trevor. <laughs> well, that keep got Keep your pants weird. on. We're trying got to. Weird. Uh, You're predicting Robon, Trevor. We're there we go. To now do a we're podcast talking. here. We're trying to do a podcast. Uh, I think this. Is, I I think he is on a pitch count. I think. I don't know to what degree. I think there might be different packages. Call it whatever you will. I think we go heavy and bring in a couple tight ends. Um, but maybe that's just wishful thinking. Because Daniel, if he if he puts his arm dangling down stop, off the side, stop. Stop. I it just. Now. Stop it now. I'm going to go. I'll be right back. I'm going to go pour myself a drink. Go. Go, go pour yourself. Well, you are, That's, you are late to the party. Spoil, just spoiler alert. I've I've already done that. I'm holding it in my left we are, hand right now. We are doing that as we speak. Um, uh, before you. we get to our last Factor Fiction, Clint, um, send us up here. Send us up with a little. With this last okay. Factor Fiction relates to okay. the college football playoff rankings. Yeah, quick question. Rankings Daniel, came out last week. Yeah, they they came out this week, Daniel. So, quick question to you: Could you name the top ten rankings off off the top of your head? Right no, my now? son asked me today. He saw a thing on TV, and it said Ohio State was number one. Sure. Previewing the Ohio State Maryland game, the thrilling contest up there in the Big Ten. The big um, the big noon nooner. Oh no, that's not this. The week. big the big high noon nooner. Um, <laughs> and he was confused why Ohio State was number one. So I was explaining to him. The, you know, he knew the college football playoff rankings were coming out. Sure. And so um, I was telling him Ohio State's number one, LSU's number two, Alabama's number three, Penn State's number four, Clemson's number five, and Georgia's number six. And then he said, and who's number seven? And I said, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I stopped reading at that point. I don't care. I don't no one, know. No one cares. No one no cares. One, no one cares. There are only six rankings that matter from here on out, Okay. And even those I don't six even rankings. Know why there's six that matter? I, I was just going to say, I don't care what those six are. And Georgia fan, please, we did this PSA, and apparently we have to keep on doing it. You should not. I'm going to try to be. I'm going to try to slow this down. Okay. You should not care where we're ranked until after the SEC championship game. Period. Right. That's it. Right. Nothing else matters. Okay. It really doesn't, and we're ranked as high as we possibly could be it, ranked at this point. Sure, which is it's very favorable. It's so. great. Um, however, is, there are a couple. Is everyone pleased with that, Clint? Is no. Everyone, is everyone no. seemingly 
No. Singing our praises? Nope. If you didn't know, um, there are a couple of teams, a couple of one-loss teams uh, that are, um, well, they're behind us. And they play out west in the huh. Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Uh, East Coast bias. East Coast bias to give all these top six rankings to people not out there. Tim Brando mm-hmm. has decided. Speaking of people who recently poured himself a drink. Oh, Tim, Tim, Tim Brando Brando's in the bag the 24-7. Dude. Tim Brando and Kevin Sumlin have been hanging out. True or false, Clint? Fact or fiction? Oh. <laughs> Tim Brando. Fact or fiction? Tim Brando and Kevin Sumlin, BFF. Could you just imagine down at Hooters in Tempe, just Brando and Sumlin? Just drinking out of a boot. Just drinking something out of a boot. Michelob Light Ultra Light 2.0, just for days. Uh, Tim Brando made, uh, not headlines, but made lots of comments talking about how UGA, ahead of Oregon and Utah, is outlandish, insanity, and ludicrous. How this should never happen. It's a joke. The college football rankings are now a joke and irrelevant and and should be thrown off the face of the planet because Georgia is ranked ahead of one loss, Oregon and Utah State, Daniel. I think Utah, not Utah State. Yeah, sorry, Utah. Ranked well below us. Utah State. The Utes uh, Utes are much better than the Aggies over in Utah. Um, Um, Tim Brando, RIP to your career. I don't know where you are. I don't know what network you belong to now. I, think I don't he's know on where Fox you call games. Broadcasting. But, um, he's maybe on FS2. Like he's not on Fox. I promise you that. No. Gus. No. Gus Johnson, um, screaming offensive slurs at opposing players is the broadcaster of Fox. He does that with, with Joel Klatt, uh, who is the Trevor Maddich of Fox. Oh um, gosh. Uh, Tim Brando, listen, I don't have time. I just don't have time for people who don't, like, that's fine. You can think what you want to think. And, like, if Oregon was ranked ahead of Georgia, would I would I be on this podcast complaining? No. No, I would not. Don't care. Don't care at all. We're, we have a game against Missouri, and then we have a game against Auburn. You think that's going to help our resume? And then we have a game against Texas A&M. And then we have a game against Georgia Tech. And then we have a game against the winner of the Alabama-LSU game. Bring it. That's all I care about. Plenty of games to play. So, Clint, I ask you this. In light of how important the college football playoff rankings are, fact or fiction, close out the podcast. Mm -hmm. This is more of a national landscape question. We both think Georgia's going to win handily against Missouri. We do. Fact or fiction, Georgia will move up in the college football playoff rankings next week? Uh, Fact, if LSU loses. Fiction, if LSU wins. Okay. Just to be clear, let's get to LSU-Alabama in one second. Just to be clear, you are saying definitively Penn State is not going to lose to Minnesota. Uh, The Golden Gophers, good on you, Golden Gophers. I picked you to cover the spread. You Penn did. State's I think that's a terrible pick, by the way. You did. The more I think about that from, you from yesterday's I podcast, I, I don't. I, I do not like it. I think Penn State's Penn State not losing the game. Win. I think Penn State's going to win going away. Yeah. So Penn if Penn State win. doesn't lose, uh, we're not passing them. No. Uh, which means you think if LSU loses this game, 
you think they will drop all the way to six and we will go up to five. Correct. That is as false as false could be, Clint. There is no way. There is no way that that is happening. LSU beat the same Florida team that we beat. LSU beat Auburn, who we have not played yet. Auburn, who's better than Notre Dame. Uh, and LSU beat Texas, who is Recency better bias, than Daniel. the next Recency best bias. team that we've beaten. LSU's only loss would have come to Alabama. <laughs> While right. our loss would have come to South Carolina, there is no way in the world, other than Penn State losing, that Georgia moves up in the rankings this week. There's no way we pass Alabama or LSU. Georgia fans, just prepare yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. If either of those teams loses that game by 35 points, it still won't matter. We are not passing them. They will be ranked number five, and we will be ranked number six. I think the moral in, of the story is stop caring. Stop that, caring. That's the moral of this story. Stop try not getting, to care anymore. Try, if you need us, stop needing us. If you need the college football <laughs> ranking, stop needing the college football ranking. There like, you go. Come Be on. Better. Be, Be better. Be better, y'all. Be a better you. You can do it. I believe in you. Listen to a motivational tape. G.I. Joe's coming Robbins out here, really. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Tony Robbins, where have you yeah. been? Come on back, brother. Uh, he just he just been doing just doing curls, just waiting, <laughs> just waiting on his shot. He just been back in the in the green room doing curls, waiting for somebody to tell him to run on stage. Putting his hair off uh, to the side, just waving with the off arm that he's not doing curls with. Uh, hey, we're glad you guys made it all the way all the way through this week with us. Uh, hit us up, contact us, Dogs Pod on Twitter as well as LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com. Love to interact with you. Love to talk with you. Uh, Daniel, any other predictions for this game before we close out? No. I think I think Jake Fromm has a steadying performance. I think uh, some other wide receivers get involved. And I don't think we ever are nervous. But we I don't think we blow them out. Daniel, we need one of those games. Out. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, I'm glad we take it. Uh, and we'll be back all all week next week to talk about it with you Monday through Friday. Um, come back, hang out with us, let us know your thoughts on the game. And um, next week, another big week, Woo. Auburn week. Woo. Woo. Things starting to get real. Oh, all yeah. right. Uh, we'll see you guys on Monday. Enjoy the game.